going on? Hey! Hey, Hey, it's your freaking mook. It's your freaking mook. Welcome back. Hey, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, guys. It's going to be a good one. I think it's going to be a good one. We're starting it off right. Yeah. We're uh, we're starting it off with one of my fucking favorite stories. Ever. Ever. The West Hollywood shootout. Sweetie, that's <laughs> fucked up. Okay, so I may, I'm not, I'm a little directionally challenged. Uh-huh. And, uh... I was calling it the wrong thing for a while. Billy thought it was the West Hollywood shootout. It's the I, didn't, nor- I didn't think it was. I just I just said it one time. No, I wrote it in, in notes because I, I thought, oh, that would be a good topic to write, yeah. to, to do. It's happened It's happened many times. But if anybody familiar with L.A., knows there's quite a difference between West Hollywood and North yes, Hollywood. all right, there is. They're a world apart in culture and it, in geography. It, it would have been a much more flamboyant uh, <laughs> shootout yeah. than it was in uh, West Hollywood. But, no, we're talking about the North Hollywood. The North Hollywood yeah, shootout. There shootout. you go, little sweetie. Yeah. One of um one of my one of my favorite true crime fucking nuggets uh, ever. Yeah. And uh, it was a big deal. It was the biggest shootout in uh, American history. Yeah, and it was it was a bank robbery. Yeah, bank we, robberies are fucking cool, man. We, we love them. We love them in this I'm house. I'm sorry. It's like it's like putting it all out on the line. Let's make some money. It is. It's you know you're taking you're 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 grasping for uh, for that disco ball. You know what I mean? You're um, um, you're you're taking a long shot. You're 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 out there, man. Uh huh. Yeah. And I I appreciate a bank robber, especially like a, a non like fucking gnarly violent one. You know what I mean? They just fucking do their but shit. But these were these were extremely gnarly violent ones. Extremely. These, these were the most gnarliest violent ones that have ever happened. They were, um, but we'll we'll uh, we'll find out how that so, that'll play out. Yeah, basically, we're talking about an incident that took place February February twenty eighth, nineteen ninety seven, in North Hollywood. What a, what a year! Two men robbed a Bank of America, and they ended up getting in a gnarly shootout with the police and the SWAT. lasted forty four minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, over thirteen hundred rounds of ammunition had been fired, which it's is a about lot of fucking metal, man. It's, it's a, heavy metal. It's, it's heavy metal. It's flying. <laughs> Basically, uh, there, there was a bullet fired every two seconds for forty-four minutes. That's fucking if you insane. Do the math, if you That's do the math, insane. And I think the thing that was crazy about it is that it was all aired live on TV. Oh, everybody was watching it. Right. The entire world was watching and, it go down. And I mean. I, I remember this. I think I remember this happening. Did you watch it live? I didn't. I don't think I saw it live. I definitely saw some of the footage. It definitely made it to Australia. It was it was high profile. But I remember you and I seeing footage of a live bank robbery in, in LA a few years back. Remember this? No. We were watching the footage and then we saw the car driving in Echo oh, Park. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they were, they were. Was that the guys that threw the money out the yes, windows? Yes, and then they, they, they were they driving through Compton, throwing throwing like money. all the money out the window. Everybody was running to grab it, Everyone and then they ra- they did a, like a little whip right through our neighborhood, and we got to do the thing where you run. We were watching the news, and then you run to. The, I do remember that. Yeah, so we we're watching it on the fucking news, and then we run to the window and we see the car. Like, and there was like forty cops following. Yeah, it, it was fucking amazing. It was pretty amazing. So. I, I can only imagine what it would have been like to be in LA 
in 97 watching this shit go down. Oh, I've had, I have friends I've talked to about it. And this, this is the thing that's, that's so crazy about this, about this particular crime is that it was all documented and all live. Yeah. And there's the footage that exists the is footage. fucking incredible. It's, it's poetic. Yeah, very much. Um, so basically there were two bank robbers, mm-hmm. uh, Larry Phillips Jr. He was 26 and Emil Matasaranyu. Ranyu knew. Matasarano. Matasarano. Mm-hmm. 30. 30 yeah. years old. He was, a, he, he was a, a Romanian. Um, Larry was born in LA in 1970. Uh, his dad was a criminal. Dude. Uh, he'd okay. been arrested and convicted for like robbing gas stations Bloody and shit like that. Out. And uh, at some point, he uh, he escaped from like a, a mental institution. Shit. For, you know, he was a, a, a crazy criminal. Right. He was a crazy criminal. He got out. And then uh, they're not really sure why he was. I haven't figured out why he was there, but it was, it was criminal shit. He was a crazy criminal. Right. And uh, he got the lady pregnant. Uh-huh. And then... And uh, Larry was born. Larry was born. But Larry, when Larry was born, he was still on the run. Dude. So he had to, like, make up a, a false last name and all this shit so at the So Larry was almost born on the run. He was... He was... Holy shit. Isn't that a song? I think Born to Run is the, is the fucking... Uh, what's his name? Oh, you know what Springsteen. Yeah, I was thinking of Band on the Run. Maybe I was born to run. Yeah. Yeah, well, he was. Yeah. Yeah. He, or he was... Born on the run. He was born in the life. Yeah, he was born into this shit. Fuck yeah, the game chose him. The man. game chose him, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's the best way to put it. Yeah. Um, and uh, and his mom was also a criminal. His mom had gone to prison for like 10 years on drug charges. Oh, shit. Uh, so, you know, so he he's got quite a pedigree. Quite, right. quite a pedigree of being a... Uh, Maybe a, not the, the most uh, upstanding, like, morals. Well, know? yeah, a bit of... Well, I mean, I guess it depends on your on your take. His, his dad... His dad tried. Okay, so on his sixth birthday, his dad's still on the run. Uh huh. And he came to visit him to celebrate his birthday. Right. In in Colorado. And he probably hadn't seen him for years. Probably hadn't seen him point. for a few years. Yeah. And then the FBI comes charging in. Boom! Kicks to the door. To the sixth, door, sixth birthday party. Yeah, to his six-year-old Fuck. birthday party and and arrests him. And I think like that probably had like a lasting effect on this dude. Like you, you got to imagine that at this point yeah. he's like, eh, all right, fuck the police. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, he kind of got a lot of that shit from his daddy. And and wanted to be just like his dad, he wanted, right? Well, he well, wanted to be an outlaw. Yeah, he wanted to be an outlaw. His dad was like his hero. I'm like, who, who can blame him? You can't. I don't want to be an outlaw. I want to be a fucking outlaw. Like every, you know what I mean? Like, especially if your dad was one and your dad was like absent. You would you would build this up in your head you know what to be like a fucking like yeah. a Jesse James, like a Billy the Kid. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, Talladega Nights. Yeah. 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 Just wants to go fast. Like wants to go fast. Um, so, uh, they end up, so yeah, so that, that happens. His dad goes back to prison. Him and his mom move back to Los Angeles. Uh, he's got this kind of fucked up view of the world. He ends up making a little family and then he decides, you know what? Not really into the wife and kid. I want to, uh, so he, he has, he has kids. He has a wife. He's like, when he's he's like 20, I would assume he's, I guess he's like 20, 22. But then he decides that he wants to be like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger or uh, Lou Ferrigno right. kind of person. So he he joins uh, the Gold's Gym in Venice. So what's this is like early nineties? That would have been such a fucking scene. Uh, this then. is late eighties. Late eighties. Late eighties. Yeah. yeah, and it's like um, 
That would have been when fucking Schwarzenegger. That's when, no, yeah. it's like, well, that would have been early 80s. But this, so the, there's a there's a thing where you, you join the Gold's Gym in Venice and you become this buff, like, fucking crazy, like, star. Right. So that, right. Was, his, that was his plan. Instead right. of, like, raising his kid and hanging out with his wife, he's going to uh, take the bus two he's hours gonna, from. He's going to swing for the fence. <laughs> yeah, from, like, mm-hmm. wherever and go to the Gold's Gym. Um, while he's at the Gold's Gym is actually where he met Emil Matasarahu. Matasaranu. Um who eventually partners up right. with. Right. Um, I think, I think that's very telling that they're both like amateur slash wannabe bodybuilders. Yeah. Like, I think that's a special kind of guy. It is. It I, is. I once, I, I once knew, like I had a friend of a friend who, um, was like trying to like bulk up or whatever and like came to a party and he had, um, like a Tupperware container just filled with hard boiled eggs uh-huh. and like was at a party eating hard boiled eating hard boiled yeah. eggs and like drinking like whiskey or something. you know yeah, what I mean like totally. just fucking gross well I'm, I admire the dedication I think oh. I think that's the thing it's like you mean yeah well you know you gotta live your life um <laughs> But, but while he's doing this, he's like, I don't know, he's living in like Alhambra or something and taking a bus two hours to go to the specific gold gym in Venice. That's a fucking trek, yeah. man. We live in LA. Like <laughs> Alhambra a, to Venice is, on yeah. the bus. That's was, like your day. There. Well, it was two hours each way. Fuck, man. And, uh, and he's broke as fuck. He's, he's not working. Right. He's working out. He's yeah. trying to become Schwarzenegger, you know what I mean? I like that. Not working. Yeah. Working out. So he uh, he tries to steal like $400 worth of suits from Sears oh, and he God. gets caught. Oh, from Sears as yeah. well. Gets caught immediately. You imagine the, imagine the guy who busted him at Sears would be <laughs> so stoked. Right. <laughs> Just that would, so it would definitely made his day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he goes to jail. Mm. Goes to jail for a couple days. Um, and then he's like, all right, he gets out of jail. He's like, all right, fuck it. I got to figure something else out. So he, uh, he tries to get a real estate license. Oh God. He's going to start selling real estate. I, I just said like everything you were telling me about <laughs> this guy, I feel more and more sorry for it. You know what I mean? This is all like, just like the loser moves, like of all time. Right. And you gotta, and you gotta picture like when, when this whole shit went down, he was 26. So he's doing this all when he's like 19, oh, Jesus. 20, you know, just trying to figure it and out. I know, you know, he's, yeah, man. He's never, you know, his dad's not around, whatever. He's going for the real estate license. His like suit is all like ill fitting and like. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, it's he, bad. Well, he well, well, he takes all the classes, and then he passes the test, and then they see that he's got a felony theft thing for stealing the suits. Oh Jesus! And I guess like four hundred dollar theft charge back in the late eighties would have been a big deal it's because they they cancel yeah. his shit. They're like, you can't be a you can't. You can't sell real estate with a real estate license if you have like a felony, felony. theft charge. Oh my god! So. The whole real estate idea is kaput. Ugh. And then he's like, well, fuck it, dude. I'm never going to get a fair shake at this shit. Like, I, I'm trying to be legit. I can't even get a fucking license. So he sets up a fake real estate company. Oh, Jesus. And he probably knows just enough about he it knows. to make it sound legit. He you does. I mean? He does. But not enough to get away with it. Oh, God. Because he starts scamming real estate brokers with, like, fake mortgages Oh, dude. And he gets caught, like, within months. <laughs> dude, I'm just, yeah. He, you know? He's kind of breaking my heart. It's ter- it's it's heartbreaking. Yeah. He's fucking trying, man. He's really trying. Man, he's, pu- he's pushing weights, dude. He's taking classes. He's, he's catching the bus. He's catching he's the bus two he's hours. He's to- signing up for shit. He's stealing shit. 
And it's just nothing is working. Dude. Um, And somehow in this whole like first thing of like getting caught up for his fake real estate shit in L.A., Mm -hmm. he ends up like not going to jail for it. He kind of gets off easy. So he's like, fuck it. I'm going to go back to Colorado, like where his mom like partially raised him. And he goes to Denver and he starts doing more real estate scams. Oh, Jesus. So he'll like go to like look at an apartment or or, or a house or something with Mm -hmm. a real estate agent and he'll like watch them open the lock. And like memorize like the numbers. Oh fuck! To get the, the key, to like get the, the key. Yeah, you know yeah. that thing that holds the key yeah, on the yeah, door. Yeah, yeah. And then he'll like go back later and like open it up and put up his own ads for like people to come rent the house Dude. or rent the thing. And then he'll take their checks. But like, he gets caught right away again. Like immediately gets it's caught just, doing that. I feel that. like he's just like he's he's like forgetting one step. You know what I mean? Every like he's, time. he's almost there. Yeah, he's yeah, almost yeah. got the scam, but he's like he 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 doesn't figure out that they're gonna call the actual real estate. The real yeah, like, the exact, you know what that's I mean? exactly like he's what happens. Missing one thing every time. Yeah, like they double check the thing and they're like, wait a minute, this guy doesn't own the thing or whatever. Yeah, so then they yeah. call the bank and they're like, I don't know who the fuck that is, exactly. dude. Like, who the fuck did you give exactly. a check to? Exactly, it's dude? like it's easy. There's like two steps to discover every time. Right. So now he's in jail mm. in Denver, and he's got like like a hundred thousand dollar bail. So he calls his wife that he ditched. To to be a (laughs) bodybuilder. To be a bodybuilding real estate (laughs) scammer. scammer. And has her empty out her life savings to bail him out of jail in Denver. Which she does. Ladies. 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 Come on now. Don't fucking. Well, but so here's the thing. Don't date the losers, man. Like, don't. But he he wasn't a loser. Like, he was, like, very manipulative and, like, very like sure. cunning so like sure she does it she's like all right i'll give you my life savings to get you right. out of jail or whatever yeah. but um it, it's kind of like she's scared she's manipulated and she does it but then she's kind of like that's kind of like her last straw where she's like i'm gonna find a way to like carefully distance myself from this guy where like yeah I, here's your money here's your money and let me like slowly yeah. back away and you don't need to uh talk to me ever again um so shall i shall i do this bit oh yeah you want to do the uh you want me to do the real Serrano? yeah the uh the romanian dork yeah <laughs> that's a good way to, that's yeah. a good way to describe him um Rob has done the majority of the research for this episode, so I'm I'm reading from his notes, and I'm I'm very proud of you, honey. Well, thank you. I hope you do them justice because these are some great notes. They're great. They're great. So um, Emil Matasaranu was born in Romania. His family moved to Los Angeles in the mid '70s, and Emil had a very rough time as a little kid, mm-hmm. as you can imagine, a Romanian child in. Seventies in, in LA, in Los Angeles. Oof. So he was a quiet and overweight kid. He could not speak English very well. Oh my god! Like these, these, these two are like a little match made in heaven. Yeah. Thing. Um, he I can, didn't I have can see many... them pulling at your heartstrings. I know. I, I can see that. I can see the the tears building in your Rob, eyes. Rob knows that I I have a massive Bil- uh, human frailty. <laughs> Billy, I, I, Billy, Billy's heart is bigger than her brain. I'll put it that way. Fuck you. <laughs> well, My is, brain is which, huge. No, which is huge. No, I'm saying it's huge. Yeah. So if you have a brain that big, imagine how big your heart is. What he's specifically probably talking about is um, uh, when I watch America's Got Talent. 
Oh, it's not just that. There's many things. There's many but things. There's, there's seeing an old person slip in the street or anything that... Anything. Any, there's a lot of things. Anything. Billy has but a, this is, this a is giant going. heart. So poor little Emil Matasaranu, as a, as a little fat little Romanian fucking <laughs> child in L.A., um, didn't have very many friends, and so he started to get really into computers. This must have been in the 70s, so what, he's, he's playing Pong or something? You late know 70s, I mean? yeah. like late 70s. I think it was probably like right around when computers yeah. started. This might have actually been, he, he was uh, 30, da, 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 da. so yeah, it was probably like the, the early 80s. So he's getting really into computers for to make up for the fact that he, he's a fat little Romanian who has no friends. Yep. He um, starts a computer company when he's like in high school or out of out, high school. Out of high school. And it wasn't very successful. And he wrote a program that only one person bought. <laughs> oh. oh, Jesus. Yeah. He started getting more and more into guns and started kind of losing it. Which you, you could, Which you, at that point you'd be like, dude, I don't have any friends. I've yeah. worked really hard learning this shit. Yeah, you're you obviously have like a you know proficiency for technical things. So like guns, computers, not too far away from each other. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he meets uh, our friend Larry at Gold's Gym, as Rob mentioned before. Larry was very good at manipulating people, so he latched onto a meal right away. And I think this is the this is the crux of the whole thing. This is it's how it from is. the moment they met each other. Yeah. Emil was like the little bitch boy. He, right? was, he was the follower and Larry was the leader. Mm-hmm. And Larry knew he was like, oh, this dude, this dude, he is he'll down. do whatever I yeah. say. And they were like firm friends, like right away. Yeah. Um, Emil was like sort of smitten by by Larry and, and kind of was like into it from the get go, right? Yeah. Um, so when Larry was on the run from Denver... On bail. He, he dips bail and then he runs back to L.A. His old friend Emil. Emil. Who he'd met at the Gold's Gym. Hook me up with a, pl- a place to stay, buddy. Yeah. So so that's how they get back in. You want to take it from here? Um, yeah. They become, they're become they fast friends again. They, they're watching the movie Heat. Uh, and they're just like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, like Larry knows he's fucked. Now he's got... Now he's got like felonies in LA, right. felonies in Denver. Right. He knows he can't go legit. His dad's an outlaw. He wants to be an outlaw. They're both like dorks. They're they both only dorks. have each other. They're watching fucking heat over and over again. They're watching all Wh- these like fucking while they're like like oiling up their guns yeah. and shit. And like, they're they're going to the fucking ranges, right? They're like yeah, yeah, totally. super into like all buying all of the oh, magazines. They're, they're like, yeah, they're building I mean, up like the, huge arsenals. They've got guns and ammo. They're talking about the latest things. They're like you yeah. know they're they're all about the fucking shit. Yeah, and they're going for it. and then and then and they're like just all right. Well, this is what we're gonna do. Here's the plan. We're going to man up. We're going to man up and we're going to start robbing armored trucks. This is what I understand. Armored cars, armored trucks, their trucks, same, armored cars, same, same thing. thing. They're going to start robbing armored cars, armored trucks. Because because that's the thing I've... That, and that's what happens in heat, by the way. That's what happened. That is what happens in heat. Yes. But it's also like it's one step removed from, from the bank. Like if you... Yeah. If you think like... Like, I'm talking because, you know, from my little um, chair on the sidelines with with all of this stuff, Uh I do think I am an expert in back robbery. Oh, you're a total expert, Bills. Um, 
you got caught stealing souvenirs uh, from a gift shop. I did not camp. steal anything. I just happened to get put in the paddy wagon and taken to the underground <laughs> prison. But, but you're a criminal genius, basically. So What I'm saying is that... You know, a bank seems like there's a lot of fucking variables, you know? There's a lot of things to case and stuff. Mm-hmm. You can contain, you can surround, you can domineer a car easier than you could a bank. A bank, right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And, uh... And I think this is, I think this is the thing. I think this is a foray for a lot of people who, a lot of bank robbers... Who, who go into bank robbery, yeah. start with an armored car, and then they're like, that's not enough money. Well, so, right? so that, well, that's exactly what happened. So in 1993, they they, they like built it up, and they're like, all right, this is what we're going to do. We're doing it. This 93, is what, this is like, dude. That's golden fucking. Fucking golden year. Like, yeah. I think Wu-Tang, fucking 36 Chambers comes yeah. out. Like, it's like, G- like, it's fucking. Is that when Doggy Style came out? Or that was probably uh, 91, 92. 92. But it's like, when it's all like, the good shit starts happening. All the good shit, like yeah. Set It Off, would have come out. Yeah. The fucking best female gang, uh, bank, bank robbery. robbery. Yeah, yeah, oh exactly. Oh my God, like so, so much shit is popping up. It's just popping. So um, they go. It was also in fucking what, 97, there were three robberies a day. Three robberies a day. This is one of yeah. our stats, guys. One of our stats. That's jumping ahead, but yes. It's jumping ahead. Sorry, ninety-seven. But we're n- we're back in ninety ninety-three. But there's 94. a lot of there's a lot of crime happening. There's a lot of crime. It's and the nineties, LA. It's the fucking best time of the the world. Right. Best time in history. It's the best time of the world. Is that what you just said? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I got excited. Uh you know, I gotta say, I back that. I back that one hundred percent. Um <laughs> So what they do in 1993 is they've, they've, they formed this, this group, the two of them, they're going to go start robbing armored trucks. Right. And they go to Colorado, which, you know, he's very, he just, I don't know why that he just keeps going back to Colorado. It's a familiar place for him. Right. They go to Colorado, they ambush an armored car. It goes completely smoothly. They get a shitload of money and then they get away. They what? They come. They go back to LA. Yeah, they just drive back to LA with a fuckload of money, and everything's totally smooth. And they're like, "Dude, holy shit!" So then, later in that year, they've got a rental car, uh-huh. and uh, they're driving through Glendale. Oh God! Speeding. Oh shit! Which guys? Bad idea. Glendale has its own police force. It's very. It's different yeah. to the LAPD. Yeah, there. It's like a privatized. We. It's like not privatized. No, but it's, it's, like, it's its own city. But it is. It's like it's almost like it's a. Uh, it's like a big uh, country club or something. You know what I mean? Um, they it's, don't, they it's, don't, a sh- it's a. Sh- it's a shit bubble. It's a shit bubble, but the Glendale police are fucking gnarly. gnarly. Yeah. So basically. In Los Angeles, anybody that's not familiar, like Glendale have their own police, Burbank have their own police, Beverly Hills have their own police, like certain areas have their own police that are not LAPD. Mm-hmm. And in Glendale, you don't fucking speed, dude. No, you don't do you don't do anything because the cops are fucking gnarly right there. And Glendale is like right above, like it's like five minutes from downtown, basically. Because here's but you don't thing, fuck around. Because here's the thing: if you're in if you're in like Los Angeles County, it's so it's so big and spread out that the police is stretched out, right? They're the stretched LAPD out. is stretched yeah. out. Yeah, and I mean, but I, if you're in Glendale, I think there's more cars per people. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so it's, it's, you just don't fuck around in Glendale. You don't fuck around in Glendale. Um, 
and driving there's scary enough anyway for other reasons <laughs> left unmentioned. There's yeah, there's not a lot of good drivers. Not a lot of good not a lot of great drivers yeah. in Glendale. Um, but so they get, they're fucking speeding in a rental car. They get pulled over. The Dude. cops are like, what's the deal? And then they see they have like a gun or something. And they're like, all right, you guys, you got to get out. We're going to search the car. They search their car, their rental car in Glendale. They find multiple handguns, two AK-47s, 2,500 rounds of ammunition, smoke grenades, two homemade bombs, $2,000 in cash, two bulletproof vests, gas masks, wigs, and um, gray studio hairspray with, with streaks and tips. You right. know what I'm talking about? The yeah, shit we yeah, use yeah. on film like to change the color of the hair and you can just wash it out. Yeah. They've got that in gray, so I guess they could make themselves look like grandpas or some shit. Uh, several different changes of clothes, two ski masks, gloves, glasses, three different California license plates, two police scanners, and a stopwatch. What the fuck? Fuck. That's what's in their trunk. This is in 93. Yes, in Glendale. And then the cops are like, oh, well, Fucking hell. you're going to jail. Uh, so they both go to jail for conspiracy to commit robbery, uh, unlawful weapons activity, which I guess would be the AKs and, well, I don't know if the AKs would be legal, but the, the bombs and shit, and carrying a loaded firearm inside a car. Um, so Larry gets like 99 days in prison and Emil gets 71 days in prison. And then they have to both do like a few months of probation. Jesus. And then, which is like not really that bad. It's not really that bad. And then when they get out, they get everything back except for the guns and the bombs. They have to return it to them. So they get their ski masks. They get their wigs. They they get get their streaks and tips tips back. (laughs) And they're two grand and everything. And there's smoke bombs and they're police scanner and their stopwatch. Right. Because it's their property, man. Right. Yeah. Um, Fucking God bless America. God bless America. Uh, and so now it's like 1995 at this point and they're like, all right, well, fuck, dude. We like, we got to get back to business, dude. We've been like mm-hmm. doing jack shit for a couple years and they're going to like rob more Brinks trucks. Um, so the second one doesn't go as smoothly as the first one in Colorado. Right. And I'm not exactly sure why, but basically the guard comes out to the Brinks truck and they just shoot him. So are they, they're back in Colorado No, now? this is in L. This, this is, is in This is in California. I'm not sure. It's, some, it's in California. So the guard works out, walks out to the truck. He's got the bags. You know what I mean? He like opens yeah, up yeah, the back yeah. thing and they just shoot him. And uh, he dies. And then the driver gets out and he's like, what the fuck? And so... He uh, he starts shooting at them, and then they shoot the driver, but they don't kill the driver. Um, and they grab, like, a couple bags and get away with, like, $100,000. Shit, okay. Um, so at this point, they're, like, in the news. The cops are like, who the fuck are these guys? So they mm-hmm. call them the high-incidence bandits because they're, like, carrying AKs and, like, gnarly. So, but at this point, they've only done one... Robbery. Well, they've done two. Well, but did they connect them immediately they didn't, they, with them? No, they didn't connect them to the first right. one. So, so but, they've, they've done like one like kill murder. Like, you they, know, they've that done they like, know of. Yeah, they've done one robbery where they showed up with AKs and shot somebody in, in the head. What, here's what I'm saying. The high incident bandits, like bandits, high incidents seems to me like there's many, many incidents of this. No, no it's, it's, it's one high incident. They shot somebody in the fucking head when he walked out of a bank. 
You know what I mean? Okay. Like, that's a high incident. Normally, sure. people try to rob banks without killing people. Mm-hmm. But, and this is also another thing from Heat. Like, the guy comes out and they fucking kill him. Right. And they're like, that's a high incident. That's, that's an incident. So the high incidence bandits, uh, you know, kind of catchy, kind of not. Yeah, whatever. Uh, so, and then, uh, and then in 1996, a year later, they try to rob another Brinks truck. Uh, but it gets away and they're like shooting at it and it's like driving away and they mm-hmm. end up um, not getting any money because they got away. And then they're like, you know what? Fuck the trucks. Should I read this bit? Yeah, like they're saying, fuck the trucks. Fuck the trucks, just like I said, just like me watching. Oh, the criminal genius, the Billy. The criminal genius yeah. sitting here. If only you had talked to them earlier. I know. If I knew what was going down, I could have had a consultation. We could have avoided some of this shit. Yeah. So a month later, they're fu- they're, they've said, fuck the trucks. We're going to go to the source. We're going to go to the source. So they hit the Bank of America in Van Nuys. Shortly after the bank opens, they walk in and with full auto AKs and two bags, they yell, everybody drop the fucking floor. And shoot up the protective glass. Emil gives the bank managers the bags and tells them to go to the vault and fill them up. Only big bills. This is so, like, from the movie as yeah. well. Like, don't fuck with the small bills. You like, know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I want the fives and the tens. Yeah, give I'll me I'll take whatever. the fives, yeah. the tens, the hundreds, the fucking... Whatever you got. I guess, like, a million in fives <laughs> is, like, pretty heavy, though. No, it's paper. <laughs> I'll take a million in fives. <laughs> Um, only big bills and Larry walks around kicking people and then an old man walks in. So he walks over and blocks the front door. After six minutes, they grab the bags and leave. By the time the police show up, they're fucking gone. They got $755,000. Did I say that right? You said it right. That's the number. And uh, you you're looking at me and you were like mouthing the numbers. Did you? <laughs> well, seven hundred fifty-five thousand dollars. That's a fucking rat. That's almost a million dollars. That's Billy. almost a million bucks in that one fucking robbery. Yeah. And they they're like completely fucking sold that this is the new plan. Wouldn't you be? Fuck yeah, man. If you, could make, like, if you could make $755,000 in six minutes, yeah. would you think you were on to something? It's like chump change. And they didn't, they didn't fucking kill anyone. They didn't fucking do anything, right? They just go in there and they just fucking intimidate, blah, blah, blah. Um, that same month they go up, they're fucking high on their, yeah. on their score. They're like, we just made a million bucks, dude. What the fuck? Yeah. And they go up to Winnetka. 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 California. California. Small town and go and do the same thing in another Bank of America. This time they probably like kind of figured out their whole kind of how Bank of America kind of does stuff. Yeah, they got a plan. They're, they're, stick, they're sticking to the program. This time they injure two of the tellers pretty badly. Yeah, they beat the fuck out of them. Yeah. Well, they're the high incidence bandits. I guess so. So you gotta have some. They didn't kill them though. You gotta have incidents. No, they did not kill them. Um, They beat them up pretty badly and they get away with seven. seven hundred. seven. $794,000. So more. More More this time. More this time. Again, almost a million dollars. Almost a million dollars again. This is the same month, by the way. They're not spending. A million dollars. You know what I mean? They're not like going around like fucking having steak dinners or anything. 
I don't know. Maybe they are. It's 1996. I mean, did they have steak in 1996? (laughs) Um, So they've, they've just made almost like two almost million dollar scores and they decide to take the rest of the year off and they're doing other shit. It's the beginning of 97. They decide to get back at it. Yeah. So 94 to 97, they're probably like, they've been living pretty well, but they haven't done anything that whole time. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Well, 95, 97, 94, they were in prison. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, they're like, all right, we did pretty good. It's 1997. Mm-hmm. We need to get back in the game. Uh, so they settle on a Bank of America on Laurel Canyon Boulevard in glamorous North Hollywood, California. Oh, yes. Um, and they kind of case the place for like, couple weeks. Right. Trying to get things down, listening to police yeah. scanners, trying to do other timing. Um, and then on the morning of Friday, February 28th, 1997, they get ready to do the damn thing. And basically the deal is on Fridays, the banks have the most money because they have to cash out everybody's paychecks. Right. And so they had done their calculations. They're thinking there's about $2 million cash in this bank. This one in, in North Hollywood's like one of the busiest Bank of America's in Los Angeles. Right. So they're like, we're going to fucking do this shit. We're going to do it right. We're going to sit pretty. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they got a white 1987 Chevrolet celebrity, and they're just like loading up the trunk with shit. They got... Five automatic rifles, automatic rifles, 3,000 rounds of ammunition. Most of it's already preloaded into magazines. They put a jar of gasoline in the back seat so when they're done with the whole thing, they can just light the car on fire, which you know why they light the car on fire, right, Billy? Yeah, because it burns all the fingerprints. Burns off all the fingerprints. Yeah. All the evidence. Standard. I just, uh, I actually just drove past a, a car in broad daylight the other day on uh, San Fernando Road, and Rob did remind me that that's probably why it was burning. That's why it was on fire. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah. Stolen car. I got really excited. Yeah, because it burns off all the fingerprints and the evidence anyway. Everybody yeah. knew that. Um, so they had, like, homemade body armor. Fuck. They'd been, like... And didn't they, with their... You said they had preloaded magazines. Didn't they have, like, crazy drums? Oh, it was, like, 100-round drums. They had these 100-round drums that yeah. they had, like, ordered... Well, illegally. I don't know how they got them, but yeah, they were. See, at the time, that was already illegal. Right. So the repercussions of what happened this day makes a lot of shit illegal, which we will get to. But those were already going to go into that. Yeah. Fucking yeah. Yeah, They they had like the fucking almost like Tommy gun looking. Yeah, they're like a big circle with like a hundred rounds in them. Yeah. Which were already illegal in California at the time. So they had them. Yeah, can't get. And and they weren't allowed to have fully automatic fucking guns anyway. Right. Which is, you know, that goes into the whole argument about how effective these gun laws are. I don't know if they modified them or they got them that way. Right. Through the different research I've done, um, but either way, it's not it's not hard to modify them that way, and it's not hard to. uh, Well, now it is, but maybe back then it wasn't very hard. I would get a hard vote. Things were a little bit wilder back then. Like you said, there was a lot of uh, crazy shit. Well, that was the thing. Is like that's what they're saying. The cops were like confiscating all these weapons. 
and they're confiscating like fully automatic fucking AKs and like M16s and shit from like Crips and Bloods and shit and they're like rolling around in their cars with like a 9mm well, pistol and a shotgun going well, like I think we'll get way more into that like later but I mean this is the thing that the the criminals they were had access up. to yeah. fucking anything that you wanted like yeah. these guys had yeah full auto fucking like 100 round fucking drum magazines like yeah had fucking this crazy firepower, had, like, it wasn't Kevlar, it was something else that they... It was like Kevlar, yeah. So, basically, they made these, like, suits of body armor. And they sewed them in the They silk. sewed them. They, they, they like, custom-made the them. Yeah. yeah, and they, like, they made this, and, and then they would put, like... So, Larry, uh, the ringleader, made, like, a full suit. Like, he made, like, from his neck to his shoes. And they... I, they're they're fucking sick looking suits and yeah um we'll we'll get, do the plug later on but you you can actually you can actually go see check them out these, you, these fucking suits you they're bad yeah you man. can check this shit out in person but, but yeah they, so they, he, they weighed like what 180 pounds or something it, it, they weighed a ton, they weighed a lot so what, what they, they did say? was six bowling balls but Rob Rob was going well how much do the bowling balls weigh yeah it, is it six eight pound bowling balls or six sixteen pound, pound yeah fucking anyway. They made body armor, and, and they sewed. As fuck. They sewed pants of like this Kevlar material, and then yeah. they had all these metal plates that were like covering the their vital organs, like their yeah. heart, their, you know, their spine, yeah. and all their shit. So they were like hooked up. They fucking uh, steel cap boots. Steel fucking cap. They they stitched um they stitched watches onto their sleeves, which is the sickest thing ever. Sick because they would like synchronize their watches, so they had them like sewn onto their sleeves so of their body like, armor. Yeah, it can't get shut off or pulled off right. or anything like that. It's, like, right, fucking on your glove the whole time. It's so dope. And then my personal, and this is just you know me and probably you mm-hmm. favorite aspect of this whole thing is they go to do this robbery. They got their body armor. They got their machine guns. Mm-hmm. They got their ammo. They got their gasoline. Their stolen car. They're, and they're so fucking prepared. Like they're so fucking they have, into it. They've watched the movies. They've yeah. been planning this for so long. They've done a bunch of robberies at this this stage. Yes. So, they, so what do they is, do? Pop a couple fucking chill fucking, pills. They fucking dose the fuck up. They man. pop a couple chill pills. Phenobarbital pills, which is like a barbiturate. So um, this is what like uh, Larry had for seizures or Emil. Emil, but Emil had for seizures, right? Supposedly, and it's like a it's a barbiturate that helps you with anxiety, and um, apparently it helps people that get seizures too. So they both yeah. like take these fucking chill pills. It would be like a it would be like a Xanax. like a yeah heavier Xanax. It's like a heavier Xanax yeah. that I think probably. But what I think is, and this is like my personal theory, and I have no scientific or medical or research mm-hmm. basis behind this, is that I think it was kind of like a muscle relaxer too. Probably. Because it's for seizures and shit. Yeah. So it's like it calms your anxiety, but it like relaxes your muscles a little yeah. bit. I think that's what it does. I've never taken a phenobarbital. I'm sure you actually have. I well, mean, I think that's just I've like, never knownly taken one. That's the pharmaceutical name and I, I kind of recall off the top of my head some brand names for you right now. But do I get a lot of barbiturates? I don't know if I get a lot of barbiturate yeah, accent. I think I, you've had some barbs. I've had some barbs. Well, whatever. So they take... Point is... They take chill pills. They're, they're fucking, covered in fucking armor. They've got machine guns. And... Uh, I mean, you can't set the state... You can't set a better stage... They're covered in bomb yard. They can't be killed. 
They have machine guns. And they're, they and have they're armor kind of, fucking piercing bullets. Yeah, they're they're almost phoning it in at this stage yeah. too because they're they've done it before they've and they've done paced it like this five out. times. And then like, okay, so and they're on chill pills. I have to say, um, there's been a couple of times when I have um, shoplifted while <laughs> under the influence of Xanax. Well, that's a, that's actually critical. That's, this is what I'm that's saying. A, that's an official and thing. So that's what happened with Ron Ryder. And I have to be very, very clear with everyone right now is that I have never shoplifted before in my life. In fact, I was always a pussy when when you and your friends were shoplifting. Not not around me, but I'm saying when when other kids I don't went, shoplift. I don't steal. Went through their period of shoplifting as a teenager. I did not. I was yes. I was frightened. I I a a a by the laws of um, the land. Yeah. And what happens when you're on Xanax or or those kind of uh, relaxers like like that mm-hmm. is all your inhibitions go away. Yeah. So you're there and like you're like you have that invisible kind of cloak where I have shoplifted from reputable department stores. I will not say which ones in case I incriminate myself, but. With without like a fucking without even batting an eyelid. Well, it's so official mm-hmm. that I have a friend whose wife owns a couture clothing company, mm-hmm. and they have a storefront on like Fairfax or something. Right. And they routinely have people that they know come in and just like put things in their bags and their purses and walk out, and they'll be like. Hey, They'll call him on the phone hey, and be Sally. like, uh, hey, Sally, uh, you stole those earrings and those sunglasses. Like, can you bring them back? And they'll be like, oh, yeah. Okay. And, like, come and give them back. Or pay for them or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's just like they just do it. Yeah. It's just like whatever. So, I mean, this is this is the point. It's like, and, and you know, we've, we've mentioned that there's amazing footage of, of this whole thing. And I'm sure Rob will go into this later on. But... The thought of just being like, you're so fucking prepared, you're fucking armed the fuck up, you have got all the the guns and ammo that you need, Mm -hmm. you got a plan, and you're just like fucking, fucking blissed out. Yeah, you got the warm and fuzzies. Oh my God. You got the warm and fuzzies in your stomach, and you're like, and this is the thing. I could do that. I could do it tomorrow. I could do it tomorrow. Yeah. I need some uh, chill pills. But the thing is, they also, they think they're getting $2 million. Yes. Dude. So they got the warm and fuzzies, the body armor, full auto AKs, and they're about to get two million dollars. Like this is a place that you need to put yourself in your in your mind. Imagine this: you're in a narcotic bliss. You are bulletproof, literally, you, literally bulletproof. bulletproof, and you can literally kill anybody in front of you. And also, and you're about to get two million dollars. And you're about to get two million dollars, but. You have nothing fucking on the other side. Yeah, you have like, nothing you to live not, for anyway. Yeah, you have nothing to live for. You're both fucking losers. You fucking hate yourselves. You hate fucking life. Yeah. Like you don't you take don't care have, of your family. Yeah, you don't care, take care of your family. You don't fucking do shit. So it's like this is a beautiful place to yeah. be in. Yeah. I mean, this is like this is like a fucking this is like a, a shining like triangle in your brain. Yeah, man. I feel like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Imagine, like, put yourself in that state. Oh, it's, I can, I've, I've put myself in that state. Um, so they're fucking, they've, they've popped their pills. They pop their pills. They drive up to this bank. Mm-hmm. They're like, uh, you know, we're going to do this. We're feeling chill. We're totally prepared. We got all this shit. We got all the ammo. We're 
uh, it's like 9.17, so the bank's been open for 17 minutes. Um, they put on their ski masks. They uh, set their watches for eight minutes. Set their watches that are sewn into their glasses. They're sewn into their, their thing. So that, which this is, a, this is, here's what I don't understand. They set their watches for eight minutes, right? Because mm-hmm. they've, and this is what happens in the movies and everything. That it's going to take eight minutes for a cop to get here, right? Yeah. How the fuck do you know that? How do you not know that there's a cop one block away well, that takes 20 seconds? That's, that's what happens. That is right? what happened. That's but I mean, exactly like in, in general, across the board, how the fuck do you know? Like, you know where every cop car is in the entire city well, that well, nobody could get there. When you're walking down the street drinking a beer or smoking a dupe or something like that, uh-huh. like, you know that like a cop could go past it any, second, any second and you're busted. So how do you say, well... Okay, so if they hit the buzzer, uh, it's going to be eight minutes before a cop. Yeah, like there could be a cop the, eating or, or across a, the street, or a citizen, or an off-duty cop, or yeah. anyone who like fucking calls it in. Totally. Before they totally before you get in. So you're like whatever, but they've decided that it's going to take eight minutes. You for- know what? I actually thought the kind of opposite because we watched the documentary and they're they're clicking their thing, they're clicking their eight minute thing when they're still in the car before they've even gotten the bank, and I'm like. Dude, if they they're clicking in the car and they're still fumbling with their guns and their bags and shit, like they're they're wasting a minute that like mm-hmm. the, you know what I'm, you yeah, know what I'm saying? I'm not sure what you're referring to. I'm just saying that it's like I thought of it on the other way that they're setting their they're setting their alarm their stopwatch too early. Oh, okay. They should like walk into the bank and then look at and each other click and, go, it. and go, all right, and three, two, one, and we're clicking it. Oh, you're right. Well, in my research, I did not know if they pressed start well, when the, they went through the door or when they exited the car. In the documentary, they were doing it in their car before they'd even locked the doors or got out or anything. Well, my point is... It doesn't matter anyway because you don't know where the cops and, are, so there's no point to deciding how long it and takes. And they got they got fucked anyway. Yeah, they got fucked anyway. So basically, they've been watching the bank for weeks. They've decided it takes eight minutes. They set their thing for eight minutes. They grab their AKs and they walk into the bank. What they didn't realize is what Billy's been referring to is that there's cops parked across the street. Cop was driving by, right? Yeah, they and were like, like slowly so, yeah. like. And saw them. And they're like, hey, into the bank. And there's. They were, Ooh. There, Hey, hey, uh, there's hey, two Gina. big dudes with um, AKs walking into the bank with ski masks. I think you know? these guys might be the high incident bandits. They might this, be the high incident bandits. This so is they, what they said from the moment they saw them, yeah. right? They yeah. were like, I think I think we're watching the high incident. I'm doing like New York cops. Why are cops. you doing New York cops? They're LA cops. They're like, hey, uh, dude. Uh, <laughs> or like maybe he's, I don't know. He's like, uh, hey, uh, uh. That looks like the height incident bandits. <laughs> like, we should call in a 211. <laughs> so they call in a 211 in progress. Yeah. And, you know. Uh, oh, sound yeah. effects. These guys yes. walk in. They light it up. They fucking light it up, man. And they go, everybody on the fucking floor. Like, which is their... Oh, oh, oh. Vroom. Oh, they, they had motorcycles <laughs> in the bay? I think that was an ad. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so then they're like, get on the fucking floor, dude. And then they just, like, start spraying the ceiling with, with bullets. And then they uh, they go up to the bulletproof glass door, which is not meant for, like, AK bullets. They shoot through the door. They uh, <laughs> they go up to the bank manager and uh, point their nozzle at him. <laughs> okay, so Rob gets, gets real <laughs> mad. 
The ba- Listen, in all the interviews of the bank manager, he's calling the barrel of their gun their nozzle, and he's saying they hit me in the head with their nozzle, and then they pointed their nozzle at the back of my head. Uh, I just think that's funny. Do you think maybe he's getting like a, he's he's been terrorized by graffiti writers before? <laughs> Get it? We don't even call it a nozzle. We call it a You're cap. Like, hey. Get away from my nozzle, fool. Get away. I don't, what, what the, what, who even uses nozzle? Rob also hates it when people call uh, magazines clips. Yeah, because right? I'm a gun nut. I'm a gun nerd. Yeah, no, don't they're, don't call yourself a gun nut, sweetie. Well, that's what they're called. Yeah. Anyway, so he goes through the bulletproof. He, he fucking hits the bank manager with his nozzle. He's the barrel of his gun. And they go into the vault, and there's like $300,000. And also in the in the reenactment video that we just watched, it was like they had like three piddly little um, piles of money in a huge vault. It looked very dramatic. Yeah. Like you're you're opening, you're expecting three fucking mil, cold, two mil, whatever. Yeah. And you open it up, and there's like there's like somebody's chunk change in there. He was pissed. He's like, "What's up with this yeah. chunk change?" And then he's going, "I want it all. I want it all." And then the bank manager. Do you think like, he said? Do you think he said, "What's up with this chunk change?" <laughs> Because it would have been rad if he did. If he said, what's up with this chump change, I like him even more than Harry did. Because you know how much I love the, the phrase oh, chump yeah. change. Chump change is, a, is one. Of, and you're, you're also really good with one-liners. So if he said, what's up with this chump change, um, the version I read is that he's pissed off, so he pokes the bank manager in the back of the head with his nozzle and then he starts shooting up the vault but in this other thing we watched they're saying that he was shooting the money the leftover money he shot the chump change he shot the chump change and he's going where's all the rest of it I want it all I want it all you know which I you know I understand, dude. Yeah, not, dude. He didn't pop chill pills, put in body armor, and do all this shit and to get three hundred. Here's the other thing too: is like in all these things, with the every time you see like a bank robbery on uh, in a movie or something, it's like there, there's a safe, there's another safe, there's the drawers, they got the die packs, there's all these fucking. Yeah. Don't get from the left drawer, get don't, it from the no, right drawer. No bills off the no bottom. No from bills. Yeah. Like, it's like, there's all these fucking things. It would be fucking confusing. So if, if they did open up the thing, there's the fucking chump change in there. Yeah, you'd be like... And you're like, bah, I would fucking shoot it up. <laughs> I would actually probably, I would I would take the money carefully. I would, I would take that, the chump change. And then I would shoot it up. And then I would be like, where's the rest of it? Because, you don't know, there, there could be a whole nother vault that's full. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Well, that's what I don't understand about any of that shit. Yeah. There's all these fucking like, vaults you, how, and other vaults. You know? And then they got the safe deposit boxes and... You know? Yeah. Okay, but so in the meantime, the two cops that saw them walk into the bank are in the parking lot hiding behind a truck just listening to them light the whole fucking bank up. Jesus Christ. They're and they don't that. know whether they're, they're mowing they, down people. They thought they were. Yeah. And They're just shooting up the vault like little babies. Uh, but uh, Or maybe. Maybe not. You know, I, listen, I don't know. I'm not a cop. I don't know their job. But if you think that somebody's shooting people... Isn't it your job to go do something? Yeah, but with banks and stuff, like, everything, again, everything that I've seen, it's like, they, the police never go charging in. They're always waiting for SWAT, or they're always waiting for something. You well, know, that's... Hostage situations and stuff, they're yeah. always fucking waiting for SWAT. Yeah, and they're basically, that's exactly what they're doing. They're just yeah. sitting outside, and they're on the radio, and they're going, shots fired, shots fired. Yeah. Um, they call in the police. Police just start surrounding the bank. And this which is, is like, not, which is not helping anything. You know what I mean? Like, uh, sure, they're all they're all getting there. They're all getting on, but it's like 
they're in the bank. It's not, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, that's what I'm saying. Do you, I guess they don't go in the bank. They, I don't know. They don't go in there, but like, I don't know. But, um, you know, yeah. so this is like, you know, f- whatever, like eight minutes in at this point. Yeah. When they're like, oh shit, it's been eight minutes. Like we need to leave. So Larry, uh, walks out front. And then he's like, holy shit, there's, like, a bunch of cops out there. Because they're expecting, they're expecting there's going to be, like, a couple of cops at out there. At this point, he's kind of thinking like, that there's people going to show up. They'll maybe shoot at him and drive away or whatever. But there's, like, helicopters because they've already radioed it in before it even started it, happening. They, they, they knew about this eight minutes ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So they're like, uh, oh, we got the guy. And what they're assuming is he's going to walk outside and he's going to see like 20 cops with their guns pointed at him. So, oh, okay. And he's so going to. That whole kind of thing. They're just like, if we just swarm it and we're all there, it's He's like, going to like drop his weapon again, like and every, drop the money. Every movie you've ever yeah. seen, you know? Um, but what he does is he looks at all of them and then he lifts his AK and just starts shooting at all of them and shooting them. Fuck yeah. And they're like, what the fuck? Uh, and so then they start shooting back at him with their pistols and uh, they're shooting and shooting and shooting and, and he's like not falling down. And can we just interject here that we've, we've already established this, but um, Larry is shooting, right? Mm-hmm. Larry has an AK-47 mm-hmm. um, and the cops have nine millimeter pistols. Yeah, Beretta. Yeah. So... It's a bit of a mismatch. It's, it's kind of crazy and there, yeah. there may be a lot of cops there, but... And they're kind of far away. They're kind of far away. Handguns Pistols, are not accurate very far at not all. Not very far. Yeah, not very accurate. Not very uh, powerful. No. And uh, so he just starts dumping on them, and they're like, "What the fuck?" So they're shooting at him, and they think they're shoot. They think they're shooting him, but like he's not falling down. He's not doing anything. And then they're like, "Holy shit!" This I think this is like when the when the face like it looks like the temperature thing where it just goes, but it's the reverse. It just goes white yeah like all the way up yeah. your face it's like the penny the penny drops the and penny drops like, and they're like shit uh they're like oh they're wearing body armor and, and they're i think carrying one, one of the cops said in that thing that we watched um he goes i you know i'm looking at him and i'm like either i'm the worst shot in the world or no nah, like I, I i think i've hit him like 27 times <laughs> yeah like that was an actual quote from yeah. a cop. Like he thinks he thinks he made contact twenty seven times and, and they, nothing's happening. Nothing's happening because they've got these fucking crazy homemade body armor, body, armor. body suits made. And so then uh, Larry kind of is walking around and it's very nonchalant if you look at it. Yeah, he's you know he's on the chill pill. He's this walking is, around just dumping on everybody. And again, this is one of my favorite things too. Is like they're so fucking calm. Like the strut, the confidence oh, in yeah. that strut where they're just walking and like quietly and confidently. It's just like a like, walk in the park. Da, 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 yeah. Da, it's da, totally da. like a walk in the park. And, and then this, the strut man. So across, across the street from them, there's a cop behind this like locksmith, like little kiosk. Who's got a shotgun and he shoots him in the back with buckshot and it doesn't do anything. And he sees it hit him and Larry turns around and just stares at him and they like Dude. lock eyes. And, and he's like, we lock guys for like two seconds. And then he just starts spraying the whole kiosk with fucking AK fire. Holy fuck. And then the dude's like, what the fuck do we do? Uh, he's with, he's like with two detectives too behind this kiosk and detectives, I guess 
I don't know if they do now, but back then they don't wear like Kevlar or anything. Well, there was a couple of plain clothes detectives, right? Yeah, like, so he joined them. So, so they're like, he, they would have been driving past or something and fucking joined in. Well, they came in, yeah. yeah. So he jumps on top of them because he, I guess he had a Kevlar vest on because cops right. wear Kevlar vests. So he's like, maybe it won't hit the detectives. And they're, they're like, and cops, like, everybody's getting shot, by the way. Everybody's getting hit. Oh, yeah. People they're are getting all, hit in the they're leg. There are multiple. Yeah, like, there's fucking. civilians behind a cop car getting shot in the ankles and shit. Yeah. Like, every, everybody's getting hit by these bullets. And then the other thing is, too, is, like, the ricochets of the bullets are, like, spraying cement into people's faces and stuff. Like, it's wild. Like, they are just shooting the fuck out of the place. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, there's, like, yeah, there's fucking... There's not, like, a ton... I think a lot... Most of the civilians have found cover... But there's a few civilians who are, like, caught in the fucking crossfire, right? Well, like, they're, yeah. They're, they're in the thick of it. They're being protected by cops at this point. Protected by... But, they're, yeah, they're, like, behind cars and exactly. shit. But then these guys are shooting bullets that are, like, ripping through cars. So what? We're, so everybody's we're like basically... 10 min- we're, like, 10 minutes in at this point and fucking SWAT starts showing up. Yes. Right? Yeah. And uh, so both of, the, both of the bank robbers are out of the bank by now. They right. got the bag of money. But they're in this, like, crazy shootout at this point. Um, people are getting hit. People are getting injured. There's shit flying everywhere. Uh, it's all over the radio. Like, they're heavily armed. Like, fully automatic AKs, body armor. Like, we're taking hits. Officer down, down. Officer oh down. God. And, like, and everybody's kind of like, well, I don't really know what the fuck to do. Because, like, we're not going to, like, roll in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're like, they're like, it's the fucked up thing is like they're kind of all on their own and then these guys are out there and they don't give a fuck so they're just shooting the fuck out of everybody and uh they feel totally warm and fuzzy and invincible yeah so they're just going for it they uh walk to the car at this point emil has actually been shot in the ass (laughs) right in the took a butt shot Ooh. Took a butt shot. In the fatty part? Like in the in, uh, the, in cheek? the cheek? In the cheek. He took an ass cheek shot and he took a forearm shot. Right. So he goes to get in the car and, and the assumption is like he's he's ready to try and leave. Yeah. But uh, Larry's not leaving. Larry's like fucking like it's like the, the, the endorphins are fucking going. The adrenaline's going. He fucking hates cops. Fucking hates cops. He hates cops. And he probably has like all those weird like daddy issues too, you know? Like yeah. they, they came and ruined his sixth birthday party. Right. And he's like, fuck these fucking pigs. Yeah, totally. I get it. Yeah. He's like, you ruined my sixth birthday party. I'm going to ruin your life. I'm going to ruin your fucking life. So Emil, like, he's like shot in the ass, shot in the arm. He starts the car and they're kind of thinking like, oh, they're going to leave, right? So yeah. then Larry goes to the trunk, pulls out another gun. And let's be real. All the cops at this point are like... Thank Please God. Just leave. Just They're, fucking. All they wanted was for them to yeah. leave. Yeah. They were like, why are they even sitting here shooting at us? Like, yeah. why don't get they the lo- fuck get the fuck here. out of here? So he grabs another gun Dude. and then just starts opening up on him again. And at this point, they shit their fucking ass. And they're like, this dude's not even trying to leave. These guys aren't fuck. trying to escape. These guys want to sh- sit here and shoot at us and kill us. And it's very, very scary. So around this time, the armored car shows up that was bringing the rest of the money that wasn't there, mm-hmm. that was supposed to be there, the rest of the $2 million. 
Which and, is the reason why it wasn't in the fucking vote. Yeah, be, oh, because that's what they do is, like, they stagger the time. Well, they, they had been because there'd been so many fucking robberies, robberies right? Yeah, there'd been so many bank robberies that they're like, all right, we'll stagger the time that the money gets here so nobody really knows when to rob the bank. Fucking the 90s. What a glorious What a glorious time. era. So they... Now the truck shows up and then the SWAT guys are like, oh, here's our opportunity. We can get in this fucking bulletproof fucking truck and go pick up all the people that are shot up. Because that's been a big thing. It's like they're hearing all these distress calls on the fucking Mm -hmm. radio. They're hearing all this stuff. They're hearing officer down. And it's on TV at this point with helicopters. Yeah. This is the other thing. Everybody's like, yeah, it's officer down, four shots taken. and, And everyone's wondering like, why aren't they coming to the aid of these officers? But they, they're scared training and everything is like, you don't, you don't go in there. So the the cops who basically commandeered this this uh, armored truck SWAT guys are kind of you know they're kind of like gung ho like don't yeah. take no fucks like you know yeah. what I mean they they went in and went like hey I know this is protocol but we're getting that armored truck we're, yeah we're getting my my guys out of we're there. getting our guys out of there yeah so SWAT and guys and so they did some real hero shit it was hero shit so the SWAT guys grab an armored truck. And start driving around and picking up all the shot up cops yep. that nobody could get to because they're, they're getting going, dumped They're on. going for one particular guy and then they pick up people on the way and shit, right? They're yeah. just like, they're saving people. They're saving the people. Place. They saved the two civilians that got yep. shot up behind yep. the truck. And then, uh, and then the, com- then, then there's a commander on the radio going, uh, if anyone gets a headshot, like take it, you know what I mean? Like they're armored and ball. And they're like, dude, we've been fucking trying We've been trying for a long time, it's, dude. Like that every, was another thing on the radio too. They're like, um, they're like, I, I've shot them. They're not going down. And like an officer is like, get him in the head, get him in the head. Right. And they're like, we're trying. They're <laughs> shooting. They're shooting him with nine millimeter pistols from, from like two hundred yards yeah, away, like trying to shoot him in the happen, head. It's not yeah. going to happen. Oh, so so this, this is the other thing. So they're like, we're totally outgunned. Mm-hmm. So they run to a fucking gun store. This is one of. This is one of my favorite parts of the whole story. The whole story. They go to a gun store and grab a bunch of like AR-15s and shit off the off the guys' shelves, and they're like, "We need these right now." Dude. And like, so, so this is the thing, right? Like, have we have we really mentioned that the the police had been they've been asking for better guns? They had been complaining and putting in things for for months, years at this point, basically yeah. going, "We cannot compete." With the firepower that the criminals have. Like, you yeah. need to give us better guns. Yeah. Nothing was happening. Funding fucking wasn't there. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, regulations weren't weren't coming down. So, the the civilians, the criminals, people had access to this stuff. So, the co- the cops fucking go into, like, a, a fucking gun store. A gun store and, and get better just, guns. And they were just like, yo, you need to hook us up. And you can just imagine, like, I mean... Yeah, you just imagine that scene in a movie. You know what I mean? That's oh, a totally. good scene. Like, Why haven't they made a movie of this? That's such a fucking... Well, I mean... Maybe they have. No, yeah. they I don't think they have. I don't think so. But I think that's such a great scene in the movie. That yeah. gun owner, like, two going, this is this is what I've been waiting for my whole life. Yeah. Like, You're going to go got, kill some bank robbers? I got just what you need. I got son. an AR-15 with a 40-round yeah. fucking... Yeah, you yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I mean? And they're, just fucking rad. So they go grab... They try and get better guns. Uh... And then they run back to the scene and everybody's fucking still shooting the fuck out of everybody. 
Uh, Emil starts driving the car slowly, and then he's got Larry. This is the epic footage. This is the most this epic, is the footage, epic ever. footage So Larry's in the front of the car. He's kind of like leading him while mm-hmm. Emil drives, and the trunks popped because the trunks were all their guns and ammo and shit yeah. are. And he's just got this AK, and he's just like shooting at everybody while they drive the car. And Emil's like, I mean, Emil's driving, right? Yeah. So Emil's kind of like shielding him. Like it's like this weird kind of like, yeah. it's like a tactical maneuver, but Emil's also kind of fucked up as well. Right. So he's like driving like erratically, but yeah. kind of covering, right? And they've like shot out all the tires on the car. Yeah, like all while the it's tires shot them. out. Like they're just fucking, they're just right. going. And then at this point, like SWAT's kind of like gotten all the first like shot up people. And they're like, okay, the rescue mission's done. Like, we need to kill these guys now that they're on the move because there's all neighborhoods and shit right there. And this it's like is like residential. Thing. Like they're they're driving and they're going into residential neighborhoods. Yeah, like, they're like making their way toward yeah. towards the residential neighborhoods, and everybody's kind of terrified. By the way, no roads have been shut down or anything. There's cars driving everywhere. Yeah, this is this is something that's pretty fucking crazy. They're 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 driving down the street, and all the footage shows like cars just driving, driving around driving. and shit. Although I have friends that were like in the area. And they had to do the school alert where you like get under your desk and shit. In their school? Yeah, in their school. Oh, what? Yeah, in North Hollywood. Like everybody Holy knew. Shit. Yeah, so they were like, get on the ground, like do do do. They like locked all the school doors. Like it was like crazy. You know what I mean? Crazy. So he's driving the car, and then all of a sudden, Larry just like dips off. He just he's walking along. He's kind of escorting him, and then all of a sudden, he just like peels off in another direction. Nobody's really sure why, but. Either way, he did. And then now they're kind of panicking, like, well, now we got two fucking people going different directions. And uh, this is the thing, like, Larry at this point, too, he's, like, gone off, and he's he's fucking... Fu- he, like... The footage is crazy, too, because they have the helicopter footage. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, the car is still, like, driving all, like, erratically. Mm-hmm. And fucking Larry is, like, still, like shooting like fucking crazy oh, yeah. and like in full like military kind of stance like yeah. like like you would if you were like playing as a kid or something like he's like like you can't really see my motions yeah you're doing like you're doing a cool machine gun with like two two fingers yeah it was good um yeah so he yeah he he dips out and then and then it comes over the radio and they're like at this point everybody's kind of panicked so they're telling the police they're like Look, these guys have full body armor and fully automatic AKs. Like, let SWAT handle it. Like, don't put... And they also have, like, nine officers that have been shot at this point. They're like, don't intervene. But he's, like, walking down the sidewalk, and there's, like, cops everywhere all all over the block. And they're like, well, we should still shoot him or something. Right. So they're like, I think we still need to shoot him. And then it's, like, this weird kind of thing with with SWAT and the police and then they're like we'll just tell the helicopters like where he's going and we'll have SWAT follow him and all this shit and like I think things like until this happened a lot of things hadn't been figured out and now because of this a lot more things have been figured out about how to deal with this like why are there civilians driving around through the middle of this fucking hot hot zone and like yeah because we like fucking streets is shut down now and like a drop of a hat yeah you know what I mean like anything happens and you can't like get and that's the point. Like, this thing left such a fucking huge impact mm-hmm. on, on a lot of things. So Larry's, like, walking down the street. He's got an AK. He's got an extra a drum, 100 drum magazine. And he's shooting at all the SWAT guys. He's shooting at all the police guys. And one of the cops manages to shoot his hand. 
shoot him in the thumb and shoot his rifle. And, and then... Because they've, they've been hitting him in the body. It's still not doing, not anything, doing anything. And they're trying to hit him in the head. They can't get the head. And so, like, the hand is, like, pretty much his only other exposed, like, yeah. piece of And it was probably body, just right? luck. Like, you can't aim for somebody's no. hand. Like, it just no. happened. Eventually, after you shoot somebody X amount of times in 44 minutes. But you also shoot somebody in the hand, and you pretty much fucking incapacitate them, right? Which yeah. is what happens. Yeah, so that's what happened. So they shot him in the hand, and then his AK jams, because he can't really hold it. And it has sto- the classic fucking uh, stovepipe. The stovepipe. Stovepipe jam. Yeah, where the uh, the shell casing doesn't fully eject and it basically jams the rifle. And all you have to do is like pull the shell casing yeah, out. Yeah, you just pull it or you like hit it with the, the, the ball of your, <laughs> your palm, you know what I mean? You hit it out. But if you got a shut thumb. And you can't do it. You can't, you can't do, do that. It. So he's basically like, all right, fuck it. So he just drops the AK. Which I, I like in the in the movies in all of these things I, I never understand why they throw the gun away you know yeah I, I guess especially with a full auto AK with a hundred round magazine yeah that you I mean, just I, put in I always think you know they're like I'm like but it's such a good gun and like you why you gotta throw it away but you're you're just trying to get out of way at that situation right like a gun is a gun you know what I mean yeah if it, if it doesn't serve you any well if you can't if you can't get it can't shoot, use it then you drop it. Yeah. Maybe that's the best thing to do. I don't know. Yeah, it is. I, I, guess. I, I, I It's strange. I haven't found myself in this situation yet for yeah. some reason. Yeah. Um, so then he pulls out a 9mm Beretta handgun. Same thing. Just like the cops have. And you start shooting them, and they're like, oh, okay, here we go. We got him. So he starts shooting a handgun at them, and then at this point, it's just stupid. And then he drops it. Because he's the ground. fucked up. Because he's, he's fucked up. Because he's, he's been shot. shot and, yeah. yeah. So he kind of kneels down on the ground, picks up the pistol, and then just shoots himself in and the head. And in the possibly second best footage of the the whole thing... Is him just, like, puts it under his chin and just shoots himself in the and, head. And that footage is readily available. He he drops, like, a sack of potatoes. Oh, yeah. He, he drops the gun, picks up the gun, sort of stands up, and then shoots himself in the head. And drops, like, a sack of and potatoes. And drops, like, a sack of potatoes. You're right. Potatoes. Potatoes. You key, know, key word here. He, uh, he's, yep. And, uh, you know. And that's hey, it. More, more power to him. Like, that, did, went did, out the way he wanted to go out. Took know? it, you know, his own destiny. Yep. And that was like, at like 9.52. So that's like half an hour after this whole thing Unfortunately, started. Unfortunately, uh, he bitched out on, on poor old Emil, right? Yeah. Well, Emil's still going. Emil's That's still going. That's what I mean. Emil's yeah. still fucking limping along in the fucking he, the car with all the tires shut out. Yeah, he's still doing weird shit in the car. That's all wobbly. Yeah. <laughs> he's kind of wobbling around in the street. And at this point, he's kind of he's kind of realizing he needs he's got to swap the car out. Like if he's going to get away. Yeah, he's got a problem. And he's still. I think at this point, he's still trying to get away. Right. Like, I think he's he, not. He's not all like. He didn't go, okay, well, we're shooting all the cops now. Like, yeah. get out of the car. Like, Absolutely. I like, think he's he, trying to he get would away. Have been, he would have been down to just leave from the get-go, yeah. I think. But that was, you know, he's be, he's Larry was like, no, fo- we're going to stay here and shoot everybody. He's been following Larry, like, the whole time. And, and once Larry's, like, kind of out of the picture, and, like, he didn't know... He didn't really know whether Larry, like, ditched him or whatever. But, like, Larry's gone. Larry can't judge him. Larry can't tell him what to do. He's yeah. like, fuck this. I'm getting out of here. Yeah. Like, he probably had a hole. Like, he's probably going to go to his fucking sister's house. Was like, you know, who knows? Who knows? But he, uh, 
starts driving around trying to block all the oncoming traffic, which why the fuck is there oncoming traffic 35 minutes oh, into a shootout? There's fucking, there's like traffic. Cars everywhere. Yeah, cars. So all these cars are kind of swerving around him. Then he kind of points a gun at somebody and they drive away. And then he blocks this like old Jeep pickup. And, and it's like a gnarly, it's like a farm truck. It's like, like it, it looks like a farm truck. Yeah. It's all like rusty and yeah. like, I can't even understand it's like driving Dri- around. He's driving around North yeah. Hollywood with this uh, old white guy named Bill Maher, which is <laughs> it's not funny, but it's, it's funny because it's Bill Maher, you know what I mean? Yeah, and sure. he just starts shooting him, shooting him through the windshield and he shoots him in the fucking head. He shoots him in the body, but he doesn't kill him. He just grazes his head and then the dude jumps out of the old Jeep truck and just runs down the street. And this again, very smart move. Great again, footage. Great footage. Great footage. He's just like and he's he's not he's not like marathon running, but he is just like he's like, I am out of here. He's gone. And he's old as fuck too. Yeah, so he's, he's like he's he an dips, old man. He dips like a like a pro. <laughs> he dips hard, yeah. He dips like Yeah, it's good. He, he you know he's he he's on it. And then uh yeah so Emil grabs a fucking uh AR fifteen out of the back well M sixteen out of the back of his truck, goes, puts it in the truck, starts loading all his guns into the truck. Yeah. And he's going to escape in the truck. He's dipping, yeah. And then he realizes, Bill Maher took the keys, man. Yeah. Bill Maher took the keys when he left. He can't start the truck. Yeah, I, re- I, I heard something different about this. I heard that the keys were in there, and but he couldn't start we got like he couldn't start it because there was like another button. Like there was he a switch or something that he had to something push. Something in or, the old truck or something like that. Yeah. Regardless, he couldn't start. The he couldn't start truck. the getaway truck. He, he just couldn't start it. the farm truck. He couldn't start the farm truck in yeah, North Hollywood. Might would have. Might you know should have got a golf or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> Get something reliable. You should have got one of those push button cars. Get a Jetta. Yeah. Oh Jetta. Get a Cabriolet. Are those you know reliable I mean? bills? I just uh, did three v-, v dubs there. Yeah. I don't know if they're most reliable. Anyway, so he can't start the truck. He's got his guns in the truck, and he's like, all right, I'm fucked. So he just jumps out. Now the SWAT is, like, closing in on him, and they start yeah. shooting at him. And the SWAT guy is, like, shooting, shooting, shooting at him. They're hitting him. He's just kind of turning around and shit, and they're like, oh, yeah, like, this dude is fully wearing body armor. None of this is working. They're trying all the different They're trying moves, all the different yeah. shit. And then the SWAT guy's rifle jams. So he ducks under a car to unjam his rifle. And he has both working hands. So he, he has working hands, so he can unjam he it. He can unjam <laughs> it. He can, pop, yeah. he can pop the jam out. He can pop no the problem. top. He can pop the top off that jam, no problem. But then he's looking at the dude, and he's like, he's just wearing, like, pants. He can see his legs he can under see his, the car. Yeah, he's like, he's... A, he which just, is, again, one of my favorite things of this whole thing. Yeah, he's, he's like, looking he's at his looking, legs under the car and he's going... He sees the, the fatal flaw. He sees the fatal flaw, which is fucked up because Larry had armor on his lower legs. Dude. And Larry was the fucking... He was, he was the instigator. He was the instigator and the mastermind. Like, do you think that Emil's sitting there watching him sew Kevlar metal and shin like, pads do it. and he's like, that looks like a lot of work. Yeah. I don't need pants to have Kevlar. I don't need that shit. And here's the thing. You, th- you think about it for a minute. Look, I feel like I could get shot in the guts and keep going more than I could get shot in the ankle and keep going. <laughs> Probably. 
Do you know what I'm saying? Well, no, so here's the thing. I w- what I'm saying is, like, I would want, if I'm going for a full-out gun bat- battle... You're pe- protecting would, your legs. I would protect my legs <laughs> yeah. like motherfucker, because the legs yeah. are what's getting you out. You could have your arm blown off, and you could still be, like, wobbly. Oh, yeah, you're, you're thinking you escape. See? I'm thinking escape. That's very smart, Bills. I you like need that. To yeah, I like your legs. Yeah, I like that approach. Oh, and and also I can kick like a yeah. motherfucker. So I want my legs. Yeah. And here's the other thing. Why didn't they make Kevlar ski masks? I don't understand about the ski masks. And bulletproof because lenses. This is, the thi- this is the thing. The whole time the cops are like shoot him in the head, shoot him in the head. Yeah. Unfortunately, none of them could could do that. Did did shoot them in the head. <laughs> One person could. shot someone in the head, but yeah. it was himself. Yeah. Um so, but I don't understand that. I yeah. wouldn't be, as I said, I would be protecting my head, my hands, and mm. my fucking legs. legs so I could run the fuck out of there. Because I, in my mind, <laughs> a bank robbery is like, there might be a few, like, I go in there and I'm like, hey, and then I'm like, oh shit, I gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> run out. <laughs> That's how you rob a bank? You go in there and say, hey, and you put your fingers like that, the way you just pointed? <laughs> no, I'm just saying it might go wrong. And then you're like, oh, shit, you got to fucking I got to run. Yeah. If he shoots me in the in the stomach, I'll be okay if I can run. Have you seen how I do that really good Napoleon Dynamite kind of run? Yeah. No, I've seen you run. It's amazing. Um, Beautiful. So, yeah, one of the many puzzling so, things about this, for some reason, he didn't make the leg pads like Larry did. So they, they're like, oh, dude, his legs are exposed. They start shooting him in the legs. Shoot him in the ankle. They're like, shoot him in the legs. They shoot him in the legs 29. 20, I was going to say 27, but it's 29. 29. 29 times. 29 times in the legs. That's what I'm saying. It's like you don't have any legs left. They're just no. like floppy like meat. They're like, they're like Christmas stockings filled with ham. <laughs> With like, with like two hundred pounds ground beef. With two hundred pounds of Romanian seizure mm. sitting right on the top of him, it ain't gonna oh, work. Oh God! So he just he just collapses in front of this car. Yeah. And then all the SWAT dudes just rush him. He's still awake. He's still alive. And then you want to read the quote? Um, you want me to be the 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 uh, policeman? Yeah, it's it's this. Like so, basically. They they run up to him after they've crumpled his cheddar uh-huh. legs, and they <laughs> yell legs. and they yell, "What's your name, Pete?" <laughs> Sweetie, <laughs> do it like like a Romanian from LA. My name is Peter. Yeah, but, he, but the quote is the quote is Pete. Well, my name is Pete. <laughs> okay, Pete. How many other guys are we looking for? How many of you are there? Fuck you. Shoot me in the head. Oh, that was sick. I did that good. Yeah. Right? He yells, fuck me. Fuck you. Shoot me you in the do, head. You do it like the Romanian Peter. Fuck you. Shoot me in the head. <laughs> it was like a Mongolian. Let me do it again. Fuck you. Shoot me in the head. Yeah, that's not a... No, no, My like, first one was better. Your first one was better. But anyway, that's what he says. And they didn't fucking shoot him in the head. They didn't did shoot they? him in the head. No. Did they, Rob? You know what they did? Nothing. No. They let him lay in the street, bleeding, awake, for an hour and a half. Okay. And they had they'd gone in there. This is, this is the thing. I had a... In my mind, I knew that the um, police officers... <clears throat> Uh, let him bleed to death. I knew that happened. Well, because everybody's watching it on TV. Everyone's watching it on TV. 
But what I kind of thought is that they had like, you know, they shot him in the legs, he'd gone down and they're, they're like watching him. And then during that time he bled to death because he had mm. 29 shots in the legs. Yeah. But what I learned um, in Rob's research is that that was not the case. No, they ran they up, went to up to him immediately. Handcuffed him. Talked to him. Talked to him. Knew he was alive. He said, shoot me in the head. And they went, uh, no, we're just going to stand here for an hour and a half and uh, you can bleed to death. And their excuse was... Well, their excuse is that it was still an active crime scene. They, it was still a hot thought, zone. They They're thought saying there was thought, another shooter. And this was this was weird too. Is like they said, well, we thought there was a third shooter, which is like if you if that quote is true, how many guys are we looking for? They thought there was more people, right? Right. However, from the beginning of this entire crime, there was two cops watching. Yeah, they two men. Thing. Two men yeah. get out of a car, put on ski masks. Walk into a bank, right? There's nobody in the car. I think And two men walk into the car. So they know there's two men. I but they're saying, we thought there was three or four or five. And I it's think like, your only thing, your only thing that makes sense is that they're claiming that they thought there was another getaway driver. But as soon as fucking uh, Matasaranu got in the car. Yeah, there's nobody in the car. There's no one else there. There's so nobody in the car. They, at that point, doesn't know. There's no getaway driver. Don't they just go? Yeah. They go, okay, so the car was empty when the two guys walked into the bank. So anyway. They shot up the bank. There's two guys. But their claim was, we didn't do anything to help him because we thought there might be another shooter, in which case we're not going to send an ambulance with, like, civilians and people in to try and save this guy. In which case, it's it's against, like, our procedure to to send, like, uh, paramedics in an active crime scene. In an active crime scene. That was the thing. Exactly. So, uh, but everybody's watching on TV and they're going, Matt like, what Serrano's, the fuck? Uh, family actually tried to sue. Yeah, right? they tried After, to sue. Yeah. Which, fair enough. And they didn't, they didn't get very far. They threw it out. Yeah. And, uh, it was like, no dude, like we, we did everything correctly. And, and it was kind of, it was kind of gnarly. I mean, it's kind of hard to get, uh, you know, the general sympathy of law enforcement in the public behind though, somebody that's shooting somebody with an AK. I think though that that says so much to me about the two different, the two very different characters in this story, like Absolutely. fucking Larry Phillips and Emil, Emil Matasaranu in that Matasaranu kind of wasn't like, he wasn't like a terrible guy. I mean, they're both terrible guys. Yeah. They're both fucking idiot losers, right? Yeah. But he wasn't like a terrible, like he, he didn't want to kill himself. He didn't have a death wish. Like he didn't, he was easily manipulated. He was a kind of loser. He didn't really have, he's never really had much of a go of it his whole life. No. And fucking Larry was a fucking jerk who was like, fuck everyone. Everyone's being fucked to me. Everyone can go fucking suck a dick. Yeah. And, you know, oh, shit didn't go my way. Like, bang, bang. I'm going to pop a fucking cap in my head right here. Yeah. And, like, you can suck my dick. Pretty much. Yeah. Very different characters here. Yeah. So I think in by that, like, rationale... I feel sad for Emil well, and that's for the thing. dying in the street because I feel like he would have been one of those guys who would have gone to prison. He would have been very remorseful. He would have become a born-again Christian. Right. His family would have supported him the whole time. And he probably would have found some kind of peace and camaraderie in prison. 
And you're probably right. And, the, and then here's, you know the, what I'm here, saying? here's the other thing. If he had never met Larry at Gold's Gym, he would have he would have never done any of this. He would have never done any of And that's what his parents shit. were like, dude, like this is like not this was not his fucking idea. Yeah. He's a like he's a pushover. I think it was a bit of a simpleton. Yeah, you he's, know? he's like, easily influenced, you know what I mean? He had no friends, he was a failure at business, and this is what happened. Yeah. And if it weren't for Larry, he would have had nothing to do with it. Yeah. And I wonder, I wonder too, like whether they actually like looked back into it, whether he was, I wonder whether he was shooting at the cops as much as fucking Larry was. Do you know what I mean? I wonder if they could do a thing where they were like the trajectory of the bullets. He shot Bill Maher in the head, so. Oh, yeah. He shot Bill Martin. But that was also, I said this to you before, that was also at the very, very end of his thing where he had been shot several times. Yeah. It's his last push to get away. Yeah. And he shot at him through his car into Bill Maher's fucking windscreen. So I don't think he was necessarily trying to shoot Bill Maher in the head. Do you know what I mean? He's just like, blah, 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 blah. I think it's tough tough to defend that they were trying to shoot people. Maybe I am laying too much sympathy on these characters. Possibly. you know. Possibly. But here's the craziest thing about this. They're big dum-dums. Big dum-dums. Here's the wildest thing about these two big dum-dums. And this is why I'm able to have this much sympathy for these characters. Is because... The only people that died in this entire fucking epic shootout that has gone down in history is the biggest shootout in American history are the two bank robbers. Yeah. Nobody else died. Yeah. Everybody else is fine. Only the two dum-dums who actually did the thing. Yeah. The other one. Two they died. didn't, they didn't is, kill a single fucking person. Which is not for really want, lack of trying, you know? But so this is my thing. And here's my theory is it all goes back to the chill pills. Right. I think they were a little bit off. I think they were a little bit sluggish. I've been in two fights under the influence of alcohol and Vicodin. Uh-huh. And it's like when you're in a dream and everything's a little bit slow. Oh, yeah. And you're, you're like, throw a punch, and then, like, one second later you do it. I think what? the reason they're not popping, popping tops and hitting people and shit is because they're on pills and they're not on top of their game because they would go to the range and shoot and stuff. accuracy with shooting is all like it's microseconds it's, it's split. like about it's, it's split. about getting your breath right and and pulling the trigger uh, not even pulling the trigger what do, what do you call it it's like you don't like snag the trigger it's like you squeeze the trigger mm-hmm. you don't pull the trigger yeah and you get your breathing right and you blah blah blah, and that's how you get an accurate shot. You can't just like go, blah 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 blah, yeah. and like be all wasted. Yeah, and right? I, think th- I think that might be part of it. But they I literally, also, they did not kill anybody. They did not. Ki- well, they killed somebody in the earlier bank robbery of the of the truck. But on this I, shootout, they didn't kill anybody. On that first one, I mean, my suspicion is like something kind of went wrong. Like the guy reached for his gun and they panicked or something. Like, I don't. I don't think they were necessarily killers. I think they had that like Hollywood video game kind of thing where there's a disconnection between you know you shooting a gun and people actually dying. I don't think they were I don't think they were mass killers in the same way that the Columbine kids were. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they were 
like serial killers or you know what I mean I don't think they derive like pleasure from killing mm-hmm. and I don't think they necessarily derived pleasure from the power of killing I just think they just wanted to be like badasses yeah I so think. I think in their mind I don't even think they were trying to like kill people well they were because shooting people a, with a gun but this is what I'm saying I think there was a healthy disconnect and I think the drugs as you said, would have helped that disconnect. Yeah. Because that's what I'm saying. If I'm, like, stealing something... If I'm stealing a fucking a scarf from uh, Macy's, there's a disconnect that that's an illegal thing or that's a, that's a bad thing to do, you know? They've, they've worked themselves up in their mind. They're, like... They're, they're, it's like a video game, a fantasy. Mm-hmm. I don't think they were trying to kill people. Well, they didn't. <laughs> Whether or not they were trying to, they were shooting people, and they didn't kill anybody. And, hey, thank, you know, thank uh, Satan for that. Hail Satan. Yeah. Lucky lucky everybody that got shot that didn't die. Um, mm-hmm. And they did. You got uh, a cool story now, too, and, I, you know, I hope it doesn't hurt too much when, you rain, when it rains, because... You sur- yeah, you survived the fucking North Hollywood uh, yeah, shootout. It's pretty, that's pretty amazing. Um, and then basically the impact of this whole thing is it was actually very severe because I think because everybody watched it and everybody saw the whole thing go down. Mm-hmm. is like now the LAPD carries M16s as like official yeah, things. Now their, they finally got them. They on got on their fucking motorcycles. On their motorcycles and their cars. The first time I saw one of those fucking motorcycles with the, it's, it's with like the, some fucking M16. Terminator yeah, shit. Yeah, it's man. totally because they're like it's a jungle out there, man. Yeah. Like we're going to get and then they've got they've got Kevlar plates in the cars now in the yeah. doors are like Cuz this was another thing that they were saying is like they're um they're the shooters um ammunition was like a, a steel plated, steel plated, like armor piercing, uh, fucking ammo that they were shielding behind cars, and they the cops actually knew that they it would sustain normal like bullet brass. fire or whatever brass fire. So they were all hiding behind the fucking cars, and the the oh. fucking shooters' bullets were going through the police cars and yeah. hitting civilians and people on the other side. Yeah. So that's illegal, Fuck and uh, no, and then and then it's caused all kinds of new laws for guns, like uh, yeah, you know, it, it's it's gun nut stuff, it's gun nerd stuff, it's too it's too much to even like get into, and probably nobody cares. But there's California has almost the most gun laws in the entire country, mostly because of this fucking day. This is what and I then was the other thing is mostly the, because of this one incident. This one incident this basically why... changed mm-hmm. everything. Everything. And the one thing that's fucked up is now it's illegal for a felon to have a bulletproof vest. Which to me is fucked up because having a bulletproof vest protecting yourself, that's not a, how is that a crime? They're calling it a crime, but apparently it's because these people wore them to commit a crime. You know what I mean? I think if you if you as a felon needed a a uh, a bulletproof vest, you would be um, proving that you're into some nefarious activities. Otherwise, why would you need a bulletproof vest? Right. Well, and um, if you if you were like, oh, everyone's everyone's trying to kill me or whatever, then they would be like, well, you have to go into witness protection or you have to do something, right? 
No, if, if you're a felon, you probably do need a bulletproof vest. Like normal people that don't haven't committed any crimes don't yeah. need a bulletproof vest. But, but, these, but, but I, that's what I'm saying. How these... is that a crime? Protecting yourself is not. How is that a crime? Yeah, I I'm just... saying maybe make a law where if you commit <coughs> a crime wearing a bulletproof vest and you're a felon, then you add another ten years here's, or something. Here's but like thing. just being like, oh, you can't wear, you can't protect yourself because you did shit in the past. Here's That's the fucked thing, up. though. This is what this is what you always say about like uh, like gun argument stuff too. Is like they didn't have bulletproof vests. They ordered fucking Kevlar material. And sewed it into their own body armor and created their own body armor. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they they did all that stuff. So, like, felons these days, regardless of gun laws, can get any kind of gun they want because right. felons are in tune with the black market and, and where you can buy illegal guns from. Because they're criminals. So... And the hundred round magazines and all that shit. And all that shit. And like that, yeah. All they were buying the, these armor-piercing bullets from overseas in the. I mean, in the nineties, like can't do this now. Maybe. Point is, is like. Do it with Bitcoin. Fuck, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, regardless of whether felons can buy bulletproof vests, these guys are making their own and they're doing their own shit. And uh, what a fucking wild and wacky story. Yep. It all was. There you have it. North Hollywood shootout. Fucking one of my favorite fucking things. And if, if you guys are at all unfamiliar with this, and I we we uh, we figure if you listen to this podcast, you kind of you're kind of into the same stuff and you're probably familiar with it. But just go back, refresh yourself. Yeah. Just watch some of the footage. It's you can you amazing. can watch like pretty much the whole live news stream on YouTube. 44 minutes. There's yeah, 44 minutes. You can. There's a bunch of great documentaries. It's it's really fucking worth it. Um, it's fucking wild. And uh, yeah, great way to start the new year. Great way to start the new year. Hope everybody's doing good. See you next week. Thanks for listening, dudes. Thanks for listening. As a freaking mook. Hey. See you next week. Later. What's up?